This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's the haps? What's going on? How you feeling? How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, we had such a great end to the show last week. I've been kind of on a high from that. It's been a very nice live show. Yeah, the live show. Um, And honestly, last week's regular recording, just so funny. Right. You know what I mean? I asked you, I basically was like, I think any episode where we have a discussion of whether that was okay or not mm-hmm. is a good episode. It's always good. Right. We're like, should we have edited that out? And then we never edited, we never edited no. it out. Basically. We're pretty good about that. You know, we don't, you know, we're letting it all out there. There, there isn't uh, you know, we don't go back and listen. I don't listen no, to this shit. I've never listened to the show. No. <laughs> the show. <laughs> Who would listen to this? Show? Right. Who no. would listen to this no. shit? I, I, you know, but we, you let it fly, right? Yeah. I, and I, I think we should deserve some credit for that in this crazy mixed up world of, you know, you get, it's very easy to get sidetracked by the one person that's like, well, I don't like what you said and try to like fashion a show towards that person. But no, we we say to that person, you're a loser. We don't care about you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we are here for the quiet majority that the are majority, nod- yes. yeah, the, yeah. nodding along with us. But we have gotten messages from about last week's episode of people really loving it. Yeah, I thought that was very funny. I personally laughed so much in that episode. I'm just sometimes, you know, sometimes if you're having a bad day, you're just like you think back and you're like, that was a fun. That was just a funny. When fun was moment. I laughing? Yeah. Yes, I was definitely laughing. My so I I just every fi- every moment I could sound like someone bad to date. I think I sounded like someone that would be horrible to date. No, I think it was. I mean, but here's that the worst person to date is the horrible person who has n- who doesn't realize that they're terrible. Has no introspection. Right. Yes, no introspection. Not that you're you're not horrible, but I'm right. saying even this. Everyone obviously has their faults, and mm-hmm. I think the best person to date is the person who understands their faults and works within them or owns them or has some sense of how other people perceive them. So that kind of gets us into today's opening topic. Yeah. And not to get into things too quickly because people like when we vamp, but um, uh, do we want to talk about it? Yeah, let's get get right right into into it. it. Are we dating the same guy Facebook groups? Yes. But did you, oh, I thought you wanted to talk about your date. I did. So I I went on a date. I wanted to ask you red flag or deal breaker. This is, um, I went on a date. We had a good time. I had a good time. I can only speak for myself. Right. Um, I I uh, I ate too much. Okay. <laughs> That's how you know you're comfy. I said that to yeah. Jordana just now, and she just scanned my body. I did not. She just looked at my body like, did you eat too much? I, <laughs> I ate too much, but I, I it wasn't on. We ate the same thing. Isn't that a good sign? It means you're like comfy. That's what I wonder. Am I all? Am I too comfy? Am I always comfy? <laughs> I I went on the so we went on a date and I what? ate a protein bar before the date. That's my big. If I was to give any advice to anyone in the dating world, have a protein bar before the date. You will not be on. Maybe will, but maybe I'm unhappy because I had the protein bar. But 
I've been having a protein bar before. It's my very dates. funny. Just because like you, you think about the movie, there's something about Mary. Yeah. And the advice he gets is, <laughs> to, like, is to jack off before the date. And I do that too. <laughs> On to the protein bar. Like clear your head. You're ready to go. Right. Your advice is the uh, the protein bar. Right. Clear your head. You're ready to go. Well, because I get you. You know the you know the Liz Lemon hangry. Okay. I am affected that way. You become Lo- irritable. You become irritable. You're hungry. Also. You get more drunk That's when true. you're on an empty stomach. Like to me, this is like the type of advice that you'll never hear on like an empowerment podcast. Like every <laughs> podcast is a bunch of women be like, dump him, fuck him. Yo, you should be coming all the time. That's not this podcast. This okay. podcast is have a protein have a bar. protein bar. Okay, I feel that. <laughs> yeah. And We're the, a nutritionist it's as a, well. Well, yes. I got it from the nutritionist. I guess she, she uh, Alex her off um she's a fan of this show she she's helped me a lot and she's suggested i i get the think bars That's she, it. she is great alex is great a l i x if you're looking for her on instagram please don't message me um but they <laughs> i get have a think bar which makes me feel regular i feel like straightened out okay you know and then i'll go on the date and i can still eat after a think bar like i'm not like but Done. i've never okay. like had a full meal on a date I've had a full meal on a date. <laughs> Not like some people, but I, uh, <laughs> it's an inside joke. Uh, <laughs> so I, so we go and we sit at the bar at this new place. Very nice place. Good air conditioning. What's it called? And sons. It's in Nothing the West and village. Sons? Nothing. It's just and <laughs> sons. It's a horrible name. Okay. Horrible name. Great bar. Great AC. Great. Okay, that's important. It's August. That's an important. Very um, important. Yes. I, I would say number one through three on the list of places you're going to choose. Yeah. Right? Fair. Like if they don't have AC, like that's all you think about. You hate the person you're with. You don't even get a chance. Although good AC, you eat less. You eat, you eat not, more. Not rather. Me, you apparent. eat more rather. Oh, yeah. More. It affected me, yeah. I think. Because, you, you know, when you're super hot, I feel yeah. like you're kind of like, I want something cold just to keep me as comfortable as pop like cold and light drinking you drink more you drink yes yeah but i'm saying you eat less i yes. think when you're super hot but then when you're cold you're like let's um absolutely because I mean? when you're hot the clothes are sticking to you yeah. you're probably not as comfortable yeah you already feel like kind of like ugh. yeah and i so i went on this date had the think bar and we sit in Ann's son which just opened, good AC. They also do a thing. How's w- the food? <laughs> so the food is good. Okay. It's like the upscale. AC is better. AC better. Okay. It's upscale bar food is what I would call it. Okay. So they got a burger. They got a hummus. They got a wing. Okay. Good wing. I'll right. give them a good wing. Not like wing. dive bar food no it's like a step up from that it's an okay. upscale yeah upscale bar food and they have this thing where they'll they have it says on the wall martini cocktail beer or something and if it lights up it's on special okay and the specials like thirty dollars as opposed to thirty one dollars like it's just not even a special <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's a gimmick. their gimmick okay. yeah um so we're sitting there and it, like you know you know when you have those dates that are like Let's go get drinks and we'll see what happens type of thing. Yeah. That was kind of what this was. And so then it was like, hey, are we eating? You know, like, and I think if the, if are we eating comes up, right, you're eating. Yeah. 
Because if you're like, no, you're um, automatically is, you're negative on the date. You're you right. you've you've lowered the the circumstance. Well, the person who brings up, are we eating? Wants to eat. Right. Yes. You're right. <laughs> so, so the other person is basically like now has to make a decision, which I like because it's it's a little reveal. It is a reveal. It's a little. It's a mini tiny reveal. Are we eating? Is I'd like to stay. Right. And when I order, I order. Papa JT doesn't compromise on his ordering. Okay. So we got the hummus. We got the wing. I would suggest the wing. I'd say, you know, run of the mill hummus. Okay. You ate too much. I guess. <laughs> Let's get well, to the meat here. Well, the- <laughs> then, then we split a burger. Okay. And we got a mac and cheese and fries. How do you split a burger? You ask them to cut it? Cut it up. Okay. Whack it up. Did you cut it or did they no, cut it? No, I love a restaurant that cuts it for you. Fair. I, and they even offer, which made me like the place even more. Okay. So, you know, if now that I say the order out loud, mac and cheese, fries, burger, uh, wing, and hummus, it sounds like a lot of food. But sure. I've also had another appetizer, the Think Bar. Okay. So I am, and and I got to the end of this, and I was like, I have to go. I, I got to go. Because you were so full? I was so full. Never like, we that. ended the date, and it, like, it had to end. Why didn't you just go for, like, a walk? I did. I went and walked to the comedy cellar. I had to do a show. <laughs> okay. And then I did the show. And even after the show, I'm going, I'm so full. Because it was like, maybe we'll meet up for drinks after I do my show. Oh, okay. And I had to refuse, and I and I feel bad because I guess like I'm a I am a people pleaser. Okay. I don't like to disappoint anyone, even if I have like a good. If it's just an okay time on a date, I'll say I had a great time. It was great to meet you. I'll always say things in a positive right. light. That's good. This I think so. And then this was like I had to be like I'm too full to hang out with you again, which sounds like a bad excuse. Yeah, I would think that was bullshit if it were right. me. If it were me, right. I'm, Okay. I, I think you're but, but, a normal person right. and probably she probably thinks similar to you. Okay. But then did you suggest another time? Not at this point, no. But I, I went home and was like so happy. I don't know. I've lost dating motivation. Like I, I, I even in this instance, I think in another time, I would have been like, Jared, just go, go. take a dump at a <laughs> Starbucks and get back out there, kid. And I was just like, no, I'm done. I don't. I got to get out of here. I got to go to bed and hug a pillow. Okay. And, but I kept thinking, and then I said to them, I go, I'm full. And they even wrote back. They were like, we ate the same amount. And I, <laughs> it's insulting. <laughs> it's a little insulting. Yeah. And I didn't, and I forgot. I didn't, I wasn't like, well, I had a protein bar. Like, cause I didn't want to say I had a protein bar. I wasn't, I wasn't planning on eating. I didn't want to act like this big liar. Now I am a liar. Okay. What do you think? Well, my question is more about how, the date. I guess like, yeah. like you're saying you're unmotivated to date or you're unmotivated to get to know someone. Like when, what does that mean I guess to you to take the next step of like, uh, to me, there's like, it's easy to go on a date. It's hard to stay when you're full. Okay. <laughs> like, I, like I was like, am I willing to do the extra thing? Like if I was in a relationship, you get too full on a date. I'm going to go to my side of the bed. You go to your side of the bed. Fuck it. Right. Whatever. But in first date, third date land. What date number? Um, that's a, that's a gray area. I, w- okay. I wouldn't put a number on these things. Sure. Cause okay. we've, we met out and then we've gone on dates and sometimes it's been like a day. Let's get a drink. You know, it's been right. very, um, yeah. I guess my question to you is, are you like, if I felt a certain something, I would come back after the date or is that what you're saying? Or you're kind of saying, I don't know if I would ever, I would go back 
being full for anyone. I don't know if I'm being my most honest self right now. Like I, I, I think the, um, I, the most honest self is me going home full. Fuck okay. it. I don't, care what, into it. I don't care what you think of me. Okay. I'm too full. We can try again. Are we not? Maybe I'm becoming a better dater because of this. Like but, you're doing, you're being true to yourself. Right. Right. But I'm saying, is it that like, could you have some level of connection with someone where you'd be like, I, I gotta don't care. be out. I'm going back. I don't know. I don't know if I had, and that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, I don't know if I have that, that magic in me anymore. Well, <laughs> it's funny because it, like. it does feel like you have it for work still. Like some right. people would be like, okay, I'm not going from Chicago to, I don't forget where you went after that. Where'd I go? No, it was LA to Alabama. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going from LA to Huntsville the next, right. I'm just not doing that. That's uncomfy for me. I right. don't want to be on a red eye and then take a transfer and then do that. Like that would be my, it's funny. Cause I mm -hmm. think about it like that. But for me with dating, yeah, I would never be like, I'm too full. I've got to go home. I'd be like, I'm here. Like, like I'm already, I'm here and I'm like working towards the thing that I want. Probably the right. same way you think about, about that. So I do think there is an element of like, if you want it, not if you I want know. it. Not, again, it's, I don't believe the, if you wanted to, he will. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like, if, and not about the person, but just about, about the dating. person. I, 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 I want to make sure that's clear because sure. it, it because I did have a good time, but I do think you're right. Like, it's like there were kids in, in Pop Warner that would like leave football practice because they had to take a shit. And it's like, <laughs> fucking hold it in, dude. <laughs> like, right. finish out practice. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, is you this, actually is this a priority? Be here? Yeah. You. Is this a priority? Yeah. Right. I think that's really the thing. Is it a priority for you? Do you really want it? Right. Because then maybe you would go back out. And again, I don't think it's about like the person or for your, in your case, the gig. It's not like right. the, the second, the, the show you were going to was going to be like necessarily life changing, but yeah. you never know. Um, but I think it is kind of like the mindset. And we talk about this all the time because yeah. like, I think for you, you have the same feeling towards work that I used to have about dating. Mm -hmm. So I do think if it's a priority, maybe you do go back. The out. word priority is, uh, is dating a priority. Yeah. Not the person. Right. Yeah. Dating, Cause I, yes. I do. I, I was thinking about that on the way here. Like, where do my priorities lie? Like if someone was like, let's get drinks tonight. I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to, even do that like I mm -hmm. and I think you go anyone out there who's single is is in that same like that kind of ebbs and flows like yeah. sometimes you're highly it's a high priority and then even if it's a high priority six months ago that doesn't mean it will be a high priority today totally right like and it depends a lot about what else you have going on mm -hmm. I think too it's we're and you think about that with all things in your life, all the things you choose to attend or not not attend, everything you have to measure how much of a priority is for me. If a friend asks you to do something, a friend asks you to go to their one year old's birthday, right? Like, okay, is this a is this friendship a priority for me? Because this isn't necessarily <laughs> sure. like if, if given the like impulse decision making control, I would be like no, right? And it's not is this baby a priority? Right, it's, is this friendship? Is this friendship? Yes. Yeah. And I think although that's sort of how you have to evaluate all things and then you've just, but I, I do think dating is becoming more of a priority for you. It, so. it felt that way. And now I'm second guessing. I'm, I, I feel unmotivated with a lot of things right now. I don't know. I just feel like I'm like, the only thing I'm motivated for right now is waking up early. I, I really have. I saw you on your Wordle game. It's I, like, I, it's, you really got into the trend like six months after Way it became late. popular. I hated Wordle when it came out because I hated the type of person who loved it when it came and out. And now it's you. Now you it's me. You have become me. a monster. Right. I Well, because in the in the beginning, I th it felt like people were like, I'm a Wordle person. Like it was a way to like say they went to an Ivy League school. It was like a very like, it was a okay. side door into 
letting people know how smart and how much you love words and the English language you are. I feel like me getting into it now and everything, uh, everything I do is great and everything everyone else does sucks is this is kind of where this lands in. I feel like getting into it now is a more honest, like I was like, this is about my morning. Well, now you've made it a priority. It's a priority. <laughs> I'm Always sorry, keeping I can only, us on thing. I can't go back to. I can't go back on this date. I have a wordle to do in the morning. <laughs> I've got to wake up early. Honestly, that runs through my mind right now. <laughs> Honestly, I woke up today at seven o'clock. I'm waking up at seven. I'm going to this coffee place. I'm a big fan of this right. one coffee place where the guy calls everyone cousin. Okay, love it. It's so great to see the superiority complex of someone who's been back from Europe for like for like as little of enough time as it is to not adjust yet. Right. We're like, this is who I am now. This is who I am. (laughs) Early wake up guy. Yeah. Let's regroup in a couple months. I have my espresso. (laughs) Yes. You know, in France, they call it a paratif. No, I don't know. I work out. (laughs) I do my. You're gonna be coming. You're gonna be doing a. uh, What is it like? The what I do in a day. What I do. What What I I eat eat in a day. day, Yeah. You're gonna be doing that. How I spend my mornings (laughs) from an overweight stand-up comedian. (laughs) Like that's gonna be my aspirational. (laughs) Right. I'm an aspirational figure. Yes. But let's get into today's email. I I hope that was. I mean, I guess, it's I don't helpful. know. I guess I the know. idea is, do you want to make it a priority? Maybe it's not the time for you to make it a priority. Maybe the time is after yeah. Labor Day. Right. I mean, <laughs> I can start taking life seriously after Speaking of dates, um, I'm on the road. Oh, yeah, heavily, let's hear it. Heavily. I'm adding dates. This country needs their laughter, apparently. Yes, they do. If you're in Washington, D.C. this weekend, I'm there. Thursday show's already sold out. So I'm going to be there Thursday through Sunday. Go to my website, Washington, D.C. D.C. Improv is like one of the clubs that like every comedian wants to go to. I'm there. Then I'm going to be in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a big Phoenix guy. You know, I love a dry heat. I love that it's three hours earlier. Phoenix in August. That's what everyone dreams of. (laughs) So... Then I'm going to be in Chicago. I'm doing a theater in Chicago. We know. Th- yes. We love Chicago. Love Chicago. Chicago loves us. Uh, Buffalo, New York. The Phoenix of the Northeast. Indeed. Buffalo, New York. It's not a football weekend. So I'm, I'm going to be there. there Buffalo plays so on Monday You have nothing night. else to do. You have nothing else. Yeah. You literally have nothing. You live in Buffalo. I'm you just live in Buffalo. Cut that. <laughs> do not cut that. Okay. We don't cut. Fine. We don't cut. You think I want to go to Buffalo? <laughs> I dream of a weekend above. No, I'm going to bring the Haas to a bunch of people who have nothing else in their life to laugh at. You're welcome, Buffalo. I mean, the truth will set you free. Right. I'm trying to go the other way. Some people kiss the town's ass. I'm going to let you know what I really think. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You should respect. They should respect that I. You know what? I agree. Right. Thank Double you. Double down. Say, repeat it on the block. Okay. <laughs> Buffalo, you suck. And you're lucky I'm coming there. It's on this horrible cobblestone road, the, the comedy club, and their Ubers are the worst in the country. Okay. They um, don't know anything. They don't know where they're going, and then you end up on this cobblestone road. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> And that's Fromer's Buffalo by Jared. Fried. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm coming to Detroit. My mom's from Detroit. Okay. Okay. She's from Southfield. Okay. This would be disappointing if my family is the only one in the room. Well, at least you have them. There are, there, they, there's a few of them. There's a lot of them. Right. My aunt will be there hugging and kissing and interrupting the show. And then leaving. 
as she's known to do. Yes. Albany, New York, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Magoobies in Baltimore, Jordana's favorite club, and Richmond, Virginia. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Tickies. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's talk about this. Are we dating the same guy? Facebook group. Okay. What do you think? I mean, should we tell them what it is and then we'll. I mean, we have a big write up. I think the write up helps us. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's do it. read it and then let's we'll get into it. All right. Hi, Jane J. There is a new phenomenon on social media that I'd love to hear you discuss. It might not be new to other cities, but it has recently blown up in my city. She asked not to share the name of her city on the episode um, because she doesn't want the group to get shut down. Ironic. (laughs) (laughs) Ironic. This place where we talk about people without anonymity. Yeah. We don't want shut down. So please keep us anonymous. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's that is funny. And it's a it's a it's a it fair is, uh, point slightly uh hypocritical in this group called are we dating the same guy women post screenshots of guys dating app profiles and either share their bad experiences with these men ask group members for feedback about any red flags or green flags they've encountered before setting up a date or ask if the current guy is telling the truth about his monogamy before becoming exclusive I'd say this is mostly a group warning women about red flags and bad experiences but there are a good number of positive comments as well for example, he's a coworker, friend of mine, friend of a friend, and he's a great guy. Or we went out once or twice. It was a fun date, but we were not a match. I hope it goes well for you too. I don't buy that these comments are in proportion to how it's being presented here. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm just saying, like when you say there's good and bad, no, 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 there's bad. Right. And then there's people going, I, they I mean, look like a bad person. Yeah. I get bad vibes. There isn't, then then there's an occasional. They're okay. They might be fine. Yeah. Right. Uh, I didn't like them, but you know, (laughs) go for it. (laughs) It has taken my friends days to be granted access, and the moderators have indicated they heavily vet anyone who requests access. Well, if it's days. Right. Sure. They're really getting into the weeds. Yeah. Also, this is such a nice thing that they don't care that, you you know, it's a. Why is there s- such security here? Oh, because we're doing nothing wrong. That's also true. Right. There is the ability to post anonymously, find someone to proxy post for you, and there are also really strict rules that state you'll be kicked out if you're found out for showing a guy the group. How would they know that? 
I've pasted the about the group description below for your reference. Uh, I think this, I think time will tell how this impacts the dating culture. And I'm still sorting out my own opinions on the ethics of these groups, but personally I'm hooked. I have seen posts about several guys I've gone out with already and will happily share experiences with group members. I've anonymously posted about a few guys I've gone out with and received some great Intel. It's cathartic to chat with women who are feeling ghosted by or receiving unsolicited shirtless selfies from the same guys. I certainly feel less alone and less like trash. It's not me, it's them. It's empowering for women to share negative experiences, but I've also had friends argue that we should be giving guys a chance and that people have capacity for change and growth. So we women should be making these discoveries on our own and not giving spoiler alerts. It's worth noting that the friend who argued this opinion is a man. I don't have specific question other than what do you guys think about this? I look forward to hearing the you up discourse on the, are we dating the same guy? Facebook groups. Many thanks. Red flag sleuth. And then she puts the about this group. Um, it's basically, I guess like to summarize this, they say they don't reveal anyone's identity. It's uh, you know, it's a place you can warn other women about toxic men. It's a safe space for relationship support and advice in general. Um, and it can be used to inquire about men you're seeing or who you, you just met to see if anyone has any experiences with that person or to check to see if anyone posted any warnings about a man and that you can post anonymously a bunch of with a bunch of other stuff. I don't think we need to read the entire right. thing. Right. And let, let me just they use the word empowerment 17 times. Yeah. So they're trying to sell us on something. Um, it's hard to like comment on this because there used to be an app like this as okay. well. I think I forget what it was called, but it was an app that someone had where you could like talk about men that you had gone out with just mm -hmm. basically in the same vein as this. I don't think it worked out. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I, it's hard. I, I don't like it, but you also have to keep in mind. It, it, I see how it helps people. I also think it helps way less people than who the, than what would be how it would be defended. So yeah. to me, it, to me, it's this, when when they say the the impact culturally on dating on the dating culture, I can, I can tell you it's already been said. It's a to me the the impact this had this this a Facebook group like this warning you about guys is helping the same people that dating apps help. It's for the people that don't have the capacity to make, you know, decisions kind of on their own and figure things out on their own. Right. Like dating apps are for people are, are were really built for people who didn't want to leave the house and didn't like social interaction and needed kind of padding on the walls to their social intercourse. Mm -hmm. Like and, and again, I'm, I, I've brought this up before. Dating apps were invented by nerdy guys. It, it was to figure out if a woman likes them without feeling the pain of being turned down. And again, this goes to feeling, you know, yeah. uh, and, and to me, a group like this is invented to help people not feel, but get in front of feeling bad. So they're going to be warned about, and the, and the hard part and with this is because right. there's, there are guys, listen, if, if there's an abuser out there, of course yes. people want to know. Right. Um, if there's a guy dating someone and he has a whole family at home, of course, but here's the problem with life is you're, you can't protect yourself a hundred percent from the liars. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I, I, I think at its most pure 
sure, if people were only using this group to post about men who had families or were cheating on people, right? Or, um, or I don't know, uh, something like more sinister, like a sexual harassment kind of thing, or or someone who was really dangerous, right? Then sure, but that's not what I'm getting here. No, I don't. I'm not getting that this is like a, a citizen app for right. for bad men. Sure, I'm getting that it's you know. A, a lot of this guy ghosted me or this guy, you know, d- sent, send shirtless selfies. Sure. And I think that we're a generation that is used to being able to get crowdsourced reviews of everything. Right. right. So it feels not that weird. The Google generation. Exactly. Yeah. We're looking up restaurant reviews. We're looking mm-hmm. up hotel reviews. Most people don't do anything unless they read what a bunch of people have commented on it. And I understand that in a lot of ways that's helpful. But these are people. Right. Right. These are not. This is not a restaurant. This is not a hotel. This is not a pair of sneakers. This is a person. Right. And I think there's a lot more on the line when it comes to that, especially, again, if the grievances are your personal opinion. Yeah. And and when she says a guy, you know, my friend that's a uh, was a man was the one that people can grow. Here's the here's what I'll add. You know, sure, people can grow. I don't even buy that explanation. People act differently towards different people. That's also true. Right. So like, you know, it, it is interesting. Like, you know, every, you can call anyone you want a fuck boy, but if your dad had the tools at his disposable, the disposal that the guys you date have at their disposal, your dad would be a fuck boy to someone else too. Right. So like, they're I'm, not, sure he they're, was. I'm sure he was. Yeah. The, everyone's a fuck boy until they're your fuck boy, until they're your dad. And, and I am, let me, I, I hate this. Because it gets taken over by the extremes, like, like I hate slippery slope arguments. I, I mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not in fa- and that's kind of where we're at right now. We're like, listen, it's great for this, and then you fall off, and but it's already slipping off the slope of slippery, you know, like yeah. with with oh, I like him. Like the minute it gets into gray is the minute you've fallen off the cliff. Yeah. The minute it isn't, he beat me, which I want right. everyone would want to know. Yeah. Um, or the minute is it, it isn't, he has a family is the minute we've gone to the next level of what's Look, good right. for you might good be good for me. Yeah. You know, so, and, and it was like the, the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing. Like I, I watched that and I was like, everyone who likes this story is gross to me. I, who, I, li- who likes what's going on in either direction, either direction. <laughs> if you had any interest in Amber Heard Johnny Depp, I think less of you. <laughs> I do. I, do. I, I think you are a lesser person. Even from a spectator standpoint? Even from that standpoint. Okay. If you find joy or in, 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 that, in that version of gladiators with those two sparring, I think you're a lesser person. And from the guy side, a lot, the men that got attached to that story were always like the, see, mm-hmm. women lie too. And you're like, get the fuck out of here. Okay. And that's not even to sound like a hero. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying that I'd be gross. And so I have been sent these Facebook groups for people think because we're in this world, I like to hear of these things. I don't even look. I, I, I get depressed by it. And I actually think less of the person who sends it to me. I, if I found out red flag deer b- yeah. breaker land, oh, uh, you're dating someone, everything's perfect. And you find out she's like posting on this thing or the, even reading it. Yeah. I'd be turned off. Yeah. And and I think that's a that I'm speaking for a very from the very average male point of view. I don't think I'm alone in that being yeah. turned off to that. I well, here's the thing, and this is about a group about men, but if this were a group about women, I think almost everyone would say it was unanimously 
disgusting. Right. Well, well, even if it wasn't about looks, which right. it would be, I mean, in, my, in your be. mind, yeah. it would be obviously, but even if it wasn't, even if it was just about, you know, did she, did she offer to pay? Did she do right. this? Did she, you know what I mean? Did she ghost you? I would be like, yeah, and I think we don't think about it from the opposite point of view, but I think you have to think about how you would want to be treated or how, you know, I think about this, you know, what would, uh, what I want, I want my dad, my brother, anyone, anyone I know as a person where I know their ups and downs, like you said that you, any, my male, right. you know what I mean? What I want, would I want them to be discussed on, on this thing, good or bad? Like, no, it's kind of like, it's also like the idea that you could post anonymously to me is a, is a major flaw. Right. It's like you can, you can, so anyone can make, if that, that means if we went out, you decided you weren't interested in me, I can, you know, take out that feeling of discomfort and anger by poisoning you into like a world of other people. And I don't think that that's that unlikely or at least a version of that or at least even in my head if i think it's true even Mm -hmm. if it's not true everyone no everyone leaves a situation that ends there's very few scenarios where you leave a situation that ends and you're like no one has any negative feelings well well, that's the thing like the the idea is that no one has ever had a bad date with you right like that's what i'm saying turn it on into yourself (laughs) or turn it into someone you love turn it into your you know your brother my dad saying your dad i'm sure like any you know what i mean Your, your friend anything like that like well, um, I, I always put it on me. Like, there's someone out there who didn't have a great Jared Free date. Mm-hmm. Promise you. Prom- Same wa- here. Walks around in uh, Jordan yeah, Abraham yeah. day and walks around going, can you believe they have a podcast about dating? What the fuck do they know? He, you know, he sucked on his date. He never asked questions about me. Right. Whatever it was, they, you know, and, you know, I, I have no defense of that. You go, yeah, I guess we weren't the match and I... Wish I was better for you, but you can't go fine, back but then and you fine. Be you. Yeah, and then it's like, but the, and when you say it's not, you, you don't hear about this. This won't happen to women because I, you know, women are going into dating more honestly. I do believe that. Yeah, I mean, anytime you hear of a man with a list of women that's going around, it's always something like physical or sexual mm-hmm. to be right to be very. Frank, men aren't talking about the way women treated them in large groups that they're disseminating amongst their friends, I don't think. Totally. And there's a danger aspect. Men buy dogs to attract women. Women buy dogs to fend off men. <laughs> so, like, I, we live in that reality. But so I understand why this starts as, like, a community outreach and let's make sure everyone's safe. And then it goes down right. the path of well, down the path of gossip. But then the other thing is there's this punching up, punching down thing. You know, a guy talking about women and dating is considered punching down. I don't think that's true, but it's just what it is. Right. Like, it feels it, like the odds are against or stacked against. I, gu- I, I, I guess if you work the biological clock into sure. that conversation, you would say, well, one group has to rush and one doesn't have to rush at all. So they're in power, so to speak. So I guess but this is in comedy. There's this whole idea of like you can punch up no matter what. Yeah. doesn't matter. As long as you're punching up, you can make any joke right. you want. And it's like, I don't believe in that. I think you can punch anywhere you'd like if it's done correctly. And then that's right. the thing that gets left it, off and things like that. Yeah, I think it feels like you're taking back some power in that sense, because like you said, of the rushing, the difference in like maybe the timeline thing. And also just like the history of women being more objectified right. throughout the course of history where men, you know, Women couldn't get jobs or do like there's like there's a lot of historical shit behind that. So it does feel like you said punching up and that it's OK because of that. And I mean, it would feel a lot more disgusting if it were men. I'll, I'll give you that. Right. But I just don't think that it's 
nice. Yeah. And <laughs> it really I, comes down to that. I right. just don't think it's nice. I don't think it's accurate. And I don't think any forum that crowdsources people's thoughts or beliefs to post anonymously about anyone is um, really helpful to society, really creates a, a society where people are caring about each other or nice or even, again, like you said, have their own sense of like judgment. Right. They well, on. I would think that someone who needs this group is someone who needs confidence uh, that lacks mm-hmm. the abilities to, you know, pick and choose. OK, well, maybe you know when they're turned off, they they, they probably rarely yeah. say I'm turned. They uh, they are basically admitting I'm a bag in the wind when it comes to dating. And if no one helps me, then I'll be tricked into believing that this person is good when they're actually bad. Yeah. It's like you have common sense. You are a smart individual who can see social cues that then right. you should be able. And the problem is you can st- even the smartest, most socially in touch person can be lied to, yes. can date someone with a family, can date, date someone who turns into a monster, so to speak. And that's what sucks. I think that this is all fear based is the reason people join this. Yeah. And it just feels really icky. Right. Honestly, even if I spend too much time on like Yelp or TripAdvisor, I feel kind of disgusting. <laughs> just, re- just reading reviews of like people who are yeah. clearly like kind of crazy. Yeah. Just like kind of like trying to destroy businesses or right. like or things with like in- really intense things. And you're like, and they made me wait five minutes to speak to them. And right. you're just kind of like, why am I reading this? Why do I, why am I reading about this person's opinion? Can I just go and see right. if I like it? And if I don't like <laughs> right. it, I'll know. I can decide for and I don't myself. need to spend, I don't need to, you're talking about you don't want to waste your time going. I've just wasted 30 minutes reading these stupid people's reviews right. who are like, who are the crazy people who are reviewing shit on Yelp and TripAdvisor. I put on my Instagram uh, question box, what's an addition you would want to any app? And, the number one thing was reviews of people. And I thought, I, I as I'm reading people, I want reviews. I want reviews. I felt worse and worse for the people saying they wanted reviews. Yeah. I was like, I was like, these people are obviously not doing well. Like they need reviews out there to make, to go on. They're so afraid of going out into the world and getting a boo-boo. Yeah. That they need reviews. And then I was like, and then I was also like, who do you think you are? You have to get reviewed in this yeah. world too. Right. So they think there's like that so... Black Mirror episode. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, um, I, I mean, reviews on a, my, we talk about how much we love setups, right? A setup is you're getting one person's review. Right. But only if it's a positive. You're not, no one's like, yeah. I would set you up with this person, but they're a piece of shit. Well, <laughs> well you go on the date, the, the setup is good because they pump you up. Right. They go, and this is the total opposite. I've gone on one date, and does anyone know this guy? Oh, I went on a date with him. He was okay. That makes you not want to go on right. that second date. When you get set up, someone goes, oh, my God. I So-and-so single. They're great. They're beautiful. I thought of you. You go, let's go. Right. You're down. You know, this is exactly what I needed to hear because leaving the house is fucking hard. There are boo-boos in the world. And all this does is make you stay home and be more like the person who needs this, Mm -hmm. again, makes you more like the person who needs the dating app, who needs the reviews of making sure the world is safe for them, than who you are, which is a tough, smart person who can work through the bad in the world. Yeah. We don't need this. 
And to the writer, thank you for writing in. Get off, <laughs> get off of the, uh, get out of the Facebook group because she says she uses it. Yeah, so. it's 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 an icky thing. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's talk about some awkward sex. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hold on. The podcast. you got to plug this. Oh, yeah. Oversharing. Check it out. I I'm mean, a listener. Ja- oh, I'm so glad you're a yeah, listener. I'm a yeah. listener. I enjoy it. Thank you. You and your sister's voices are very good podcast voices, too. Very similar. She has a very soothing you guys, voice, ma- yeah. But you guys match each other's tones. I'm here, disgusting gravel road shit <laughs> voice. You know, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm making us all yell. You guys match each other. It's very nice. Thank you. Um, yeah, we have a we have a similar a similar tone. But people used to actually um, mix us up, I think, when we were like really? younger or like people. I don't, I don't know if you think we sound similar or you both just think they sound like a similar. There's a similar vibe. vibe. The, it, it, okay. You guys could sing together. It's a nice duet. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither of us can sing. We'll spare right. you from that. But it's just a great place to explore all sorts of interpersonal questions, not just dating. We do a lot of family stuff because we come from kind of a chaotic, crazy family with a lot mm-hmm. of different dynamics. We do a lot of friendship stuff. So if you like these kinds of, you know, insightful conversations about just slightly different topics, check out Oversharing. You talked about the family, Courtney Kardashian wanting to have the same oh dad for all her kids dad yeah. for all her kids yeah. no matter who the you know be, it, it, even though tristan hasn't been good to chloe yes she wanted tristan to be the same for all the kids and it was funny to hear you guys who are from Different this dads, mixed yeah. dad family go well what <laughs> you know like <laughs> Wait, what does that say about us right well i mean it's funny like i think there is a there's like a little bit of a stigma of mm. like having you know kids with different men right i think that's almost the stigma on the woman my mom never gave a shit um <laughs> very little <laughs> very little shame um about any of that stuff but i guess theoretically and again i think i could understand maybe if i didn't have if we didn't each have our have other siblings mm-hmm. why it would might be a bigger deal i understood it from the comparison thing i guess the fear going into it is that you know you have to watch the other dad come spend more time. 
Oh yeah. Versus you know the, the you, you compare the dads. Yeah, I mean, also it's. I don't know if I should say this, okay. but like, <laughs> her dad's like a little more normal. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Like a little bit more, like just like steady, like I don't, you know. This is what yeah. this is what Courtney was trying to get away yeah. from. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, but but it was interesting yeah. to hear you guys' point of view, where you're like, yeah. oh, who cares? Look at us, right? <laughs> you know? I mean, I don't think it matters for like us as siblings, mm-hmm. but I guess you could. And again, I think maybe if I was the only one in the second set. I'd be like, feel a little isolated. Like, oh, their own. dad comes and picks them up and here I am all alone. It's like, I have my other <laughs> sisters though. You got the whole crew. Right. Yeah. So everyone go listen. It's a great show. Um, let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hi, J&J. Long time listener. Even started listening to Jared as J Train back in the DFM days. Anywho, I have an awkward sex story that I think is truly one of a kind. Pre-pandemic, I was working as a travel occupational therapist out in California. I was casually seeing this guy from Bumble, and we were out for drinks on a third or fourth date. The restaurant had dim lighting, and we were sitting directly across from each other. After a few drinks, I noticed one of his eyes appeared significantly more dilated than the other. Initially, I was hesitant to say anything, but then the medical side of me was legitimately concerned. He may be having a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) How's the date going? Well, she asked if I had a stroke or not. Um, (laughs) Good first impression. Yeah, right. I brought it up casually as I could, and he brushed it off quickly, saying he has a contact for only one of his eyes. As a non-contact wearer myself, I assumed nothing more of it, and we went back to our previous conversation. Fast forward a couple of hours later, we're back at my place and things escalated to the bedroom. Eventually, he was on top of me and we were both enjoying ourselves. Suddenly, something small and hard dropped onto my forehead. It felt like a marble. The lights were off, so I couldn't see what it was. I said something just fell on my face and asked if he was wearing a necklace. He springs off of me, mutters, oh, fuck, and starts frantically patting the bed, likely looking for what just bounced off my forehead. I reached over to turn on the light, looked at him, and realized what he was missing an eye. Okay. <laughs> I wonder what that looks like. I would assume one's closed. Right? The missing imagine. eyes, clo- right? I would think. I don't think you're just looking at his brain. I guess. I don't know. I have no, I have <laughs> no idea. I haven't seen it. I probably close it, I assume. I would hope. As like an inst. I don't know. I need more details. I mean, I'm sure we could Google that. Um, I throw all common courtesy aside very loudly and gasp because I'm obviously shocked thinking this dude's eyeball fell out mid-romp. He clearly sensed my panic as he quickly started explaining that he has a glass eye because he lost his eye to sports injury back in high school. He then proceeds to pull it pull it uh, out of the sheets and casually pops it back in his eye socket like the guy in Pirates of the Caribbean. We... <laughs> That's got to be a little insulting. Wow, that's just like Paris and Caribbean. <laughs> I'm on a ride. <laughs> we had a good laugh after it happened as the mood obviously shifted. I could tell he was embarrassed, but he was a good sport and still fielded my many questions about the whole thing. That would be the thing. I would not be able to stop asking questions. Yeah, you would just have to keep going. Oh, I mean, my God. I want, didn't he have to like rinse it before he put it back in his right. eye? I don't know. I mean, I don't guess I don't know anything about how that works. But I would imagine you'd want to... Like, I guess I'd put some gu- five-second rule. Right. <laughs> <laughs> does that, does that go to 
eye for eyeballs. He brought up how it was a funny coincidence that I'd noticed something off with his eye or in the bar earlier, but he said he was hesitant to tell me the truth because we were still getting to know each other. Saw him a few more times after that, but ended up moving a few months later for another assignment. Hope you enjoyed my less than ideal first hookup with this guy. (laughs) What do you think? I think it's like so sweet. It's endearing. Yeah. Right. He was like nervous. He didn't want to like say it and then it happened and then he was answering all the questions. I thought this was like no big deal. A sweet tale. I would have a lot of questions like you said. I I would. I mean, I had tons of questions. I would wonder, like if we went back to fucking, I'd be like, take out the eye. (laughs) Now I want to see what it's like. Put it on the back of my head. I want to see <laughs> can you see? Can you see me from behind? Yeah, I. Uh, did you have a name for this? Um, I called it "Bye Bye Eye." Bye Bye Eye, like that. Okay, what do you have? Uh, an eye for a guy. Oh, I like that. I had that. Eye Maddie, for a guy is great. Maddie had eye fall. Davy Bones, uh, the wandering eye, caught his eye. Caught his eye is also very good. I mean, this makes me think of Austin Powers. When the guy's missing an eye and Austin Powers just can't stop saying I. <laughs> and he's like, got to cross my T's and dot my lowercase J's. And it just makes me laugh so hard every time I watch that scene. I have a lot more questions also about. Oh, how I want to know everything. Works. Like, can it just fall out? I don't. Obviously, he has to get refitted. I, right. If it was. I mean, it seems like he was, it was irritating him in the at the dinner before. Right. So something he needs to go to the eyeball guy. Yeah. And get himself fixed up. But I thought he handled it well once it happened. I, I totally agree. Although I mean, there's a lot. I'd be like fucking with her. I'd be pretending it just happened for the. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. That's great. Bring a bunch of ketchup, <laughs> squirt it at her. <laughs> what? Look what you did. What'd you do? <sighs> uh, <laughs> oh, your clit's too huge. Oh. Pops out <laughs> while you're going down on her. <laughs> <laughs> what's fuck what the fuck is wrong with you oh yeah right yeah um I, that's one mature way to do, to do it yeah well there, there's a lot of guys who you know have a cancerous ball and they get a ball removed i've heard of that yeah and then they have the option of putting a a prosthetic ball or, or no ball at all you just yeah. have one and i don't think it would matter to me either way Whichever if it was they one chose. ball. Yeah. It would matter more to me than to her, I would assume. Right. I like playing with my balls. Sure. Yeah. That's more of a, I guess that'd be more your choice. I would be, I mean. My ball is my choice. Yes. Your ball's your choice. <laughs> I think either way I would be cool with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you saw, if the, and the prosthetic, I guess they would have to tell you who, how would you know? It's not like, you know, I would assume. Right. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know how real it looks comparatively well fake boobs people are like look real they look real i mean we're past the point of fake boobs looking fake like i wouldn't know right i wouldn't know either boobs but anyway yeah that was a good one i like that one by the way we don't we definitely don't mean this to come off ableist in any way i think again we would all be cool with any of these i hope not and listen if i do sound a certain way then i'm i'm happy to hear someone out to let me know where they felt upset You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has 
has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products and it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP. UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Okay, let's talk about uh, some other idiot's problem. Yeah, uh, okay. Okay, we're talking about it, how to deal with a disappointing proposal. Dear Jane, a longtime lover of the pod and benefit subscriber from the UK. I think I've got a topic that hasn't been Hello. covered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not reading this in, okay. in a British accent. Oh, no. If you okay. want to, you can take over. No, okay. I'll get straight to... I don't even... No, I think I, that's I'm not, like... Was that, that wasn't anything. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's British. I think I've got a topic that has been covered before and looking for some friendly advice. I'll get straight to it. What do you do when you love your fiancé and want to spend the rest of your life with him but hate the way they proposed? For context, I got engaged this week. Oh, wow, she got engaged this week and she's writing a letter to us. <laughs> Days later. <laughs> Must be going well. <laughs> I don't think so. Hold on. I have to write into my favorite podcast. <laughs> About how ter terrible this was. Wait, and then I'll give you the answer. For context, I got engaged this week and my boyfriend decided to propose on the day we got the keys to the house we just bought together. I know he had good intentions. He wanted our first memory in the house to be a happy one. But the reality was it was midweek, late in the day. I was sweaty. I had no makeup on, looked rough, was stressed about work stuff, and I still needed to finish our upcoming move at the weekend. Not to mention... Our first walk around to do the house highlighted all the things we need to fix and my head was in overdrive creating to-do lists. Let me just say something. Do you want the honest answer or not? Because <laughs> Well, I'm just saying in, in general, like it's so funny to me that this guy got on one knee... I love you so much that I want to spend the rest of your life with you. And she goes, yes, I do. But what she was actually thinking. So it's like the idea of like nobody judges and, oh, you're, you're never going to know what people are thinking about you. She literally, will you marry me? Oh, oh. it's late in the day, midweek. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating. Got no makeup on. Oh, you, we just moved in. You idiot. Like he had no idea. Um, Yeah. 
I guess <laughs> I could. I mean, I I get both sides. No, listen, I don't think she's wrong, but I, right. I think just generally, it's just so funny to me that we want to know the thoughts in everyone's heads, and it's like right. this is you, the most honest she's ever been in her entire life. To anyone life. ever, yeah, right. she would never say this, right, to him. I never thought I needed a big proposal, but I was left disappointed that there were no flowers, no champagne slash Prosecco to toast afterwards and no time to celebrate. After he asked, we hugged slash kissed for five minutes and got straight to unpacking before ordering a takeaway. <laughs> I'm with her. <laughs> this is, this a, little, a little underwhelming. Yeah. I'm struggling with how to tell him that I'm feeling upset and disappointed. I've dropped hints like saying, can we do something romantic to celebrate once the house move is complete to what she's just suggested a nice dinner? Is it wrong of me to expect more? I don't feel excited or have that glow that I associated with new that I associate with newly engaged couples. Instead, I'm overwhelmed and dreading when people ask how did he propose. In truth, it's such a blur. I just remember saying yes and nothing about what he said or even remembering him getting down on one knee. I was in my efficient need to get shit done headspace and not really in the moment. Any advice for how I can tell him I'm upset without without upsetting him? At the moment, he just thinks I'm being weird because of the stress of the move, but I won't be able to hide my true feelings for long. The nicest thing has been the response from our close family and friends and their genuine happiness for us. But other than asking my parents in advance, which is really important to me, I just feel like he hasn't put any effort in. He proposed with a family ring and knew I'd say yes, as we've had multiple conversations about marriage recently. Interested in your thoughts, I feel like it's only socially acceptable to say good things about a proposal. Perhaps this can be advice to anyone thinking of proposing. Don't do it midweek when your partner is super stressed and tired. Love from not angry, just disappointed. Oh, that's so much worse. It's so much worse. Let me let me start with her feelings are valid. Agreed. This sucks. Yeah. I think the way she's positioning it, mm -hmm. it wouldn't really... If I was to coach her up, like give her a PR yeah. coaching lesson, saying the stuff he couldn't have known isn't, and this is very female to me. What couldn't he have known? I'm tired. I'm okay, not fine. in the zone. Because sure. in his mind, he's going, I understand where he's thinking. He's like, I want to walk her across the threshold of our new home. Right. And... So his intent, again, going back to like, should we cut things out and are we saying the right things? Our intent isn't to hurt anybody when we say things on this show. Right. His intent isn't to make you embarrassed of how he proposed. Like, he did think of something. Now... Yeah, the idea I understand. The idea is nice of okay, we're going to mm -hmm. move into our new home and we're going to do it there as our first memory. That's like a sweet... That is a sweet train of thought. Mm -hmm. But I can see, and the other, I mean, she says this sort of as an afternote, but I think it's a big part of it. She said he proposed with a family ring mm -hmm. and knew I'd say yes as we've had multiple conversations about marriage recently. And the family ring thing is another interesting, interesting part of it. Because family ring, as is, is a little bit like, part of the reason why, I mean, again, I do think it's kind of stupid, generally speaking, to have like the idea that you spend so much money on an engagement ring. Right. But part of it is like the idea I'm in, I'm like, there's like stakes to this. I'm investing mm -hmm. in this relationship and not, I mean, superficial or not, it's sort of the idea of like, I'm putting, a, I'm putting, I'm saving up, I'm putting money into this thing to show you that I'm committed. Because I can't just ask on a whim if, and, without a ring. And I mean, also, you could technically, but. Technically, and but also uh, in addition to what you're saying, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. 
It's the hard work that went into making that money yes. to be able to have that moment. So in addition to and her- And designing it and picking it out because I know right. you'd like it. So I think the family ring, even though she's saying it as a small thing, I could see where as your mind is spinning, it becomes a bigger thing. Well, yeah, and no work went into the ring and as much work went into the ring as went into this proposal. Right. Just a fleeting yeah. thought right. of like, I want to do this. I got the right. ring. Yeah. You're here. We got this house we're about to move into. Well, this is a good idea. Let's just do it now. Yeah. That's kind of how it feels. Right. And I could see why she'd be like annoyed at that. I can see why, again, because of because it doesn't require, it's about like the effort mm. and the the thought that goes into it and the idea that like you want to make this as special as possible. And while he like kind of had like a thought of that, it didn't feel like he like fully put in a lot of thought and effort. He didn't make a reservation. He didn't buy, he didn't even buy flowers. He didn't right. buy, it was kind of like, I'm just going to like get this, get her done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're already going to see the house. Right. I'll do it there. It's nice. And like, that's a little disappointing. The other thing that I don't know is what she's like. Right. Right. Because I do think there are women who want a super low key proposal, don't really care that much about that, don't really care that much about this whole thing, which maybe she is. And he was just expecting that this wasn't a big thing for them mm -hmm. because she, that's just not who she is. She doesn't care about that. And I don't know how much if if she's the kind of person is, who comes off that way. Well, is he matching the person she's been in this whole relationship? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 They, is this how she likes everything. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you didn't think of the one thing to change it up on. I can understand where he didn't think of the one thing to change it up. You know, like, yeah. why would this be different than any, than any other Right. She's thing a super low-key person. Right. I kept the proposal super low-key. Like, you could, this, this narrative makes sense if the kind of person that she is makes sense. And I think that's another big thing about proposals that maybe that men, if they're thinking about it the right way, I think are doing. It's not about it has to be a certain way. It has to be in like a cute, huge grand gesture. I think it has to match the sensibility of the person that you're proposing to. Yeah. So if like, yeah. you know, if your person loves to be the center of attention and loves a big spectacle, maybe you do it in person, in, in public. Of course. If the person's very low key and private, maybe, you know, this Close makes more sense. Close with their family, yeah. have the family there. Sure, you know, these yeah. are all, yeah, these all make sense. And I think the biggest issue is that like, the <laughs> big issue is this, is she's, she's going to marry him. Yeah, right? so, so like, <laughs> and she's into him. So she's right, like, yeah. she's she's like, it's not. This is a turnoff, but not enough for me to not get married to someone I love. Right. So how much do I make of something that results in nothing? Yeah. You know, we're already proposed. We've already walked over that. You know, bridge. Mm -hmm. I think it's okay to be like, to to be annoyed to let him know that you're bothered. Yeah. I think you have to. I think you can say that and you can say it. And again, in a compliment sandwich kind of way. Right. And it reminds me of when I, again, when I got the first card from Mike, mm -hmm. the first time he did it and I didn't like it. Yeah. And I think probably I, I could have done it softer because his response was like, I never write cards to anyone. I thought I've never heard anyone say that they don't like the card I've written them. Right. Like that seem, it seems like you could seem like bitchy. Mm -hmm. I can understand if you don't do it right, which I probably didn't. But, um, I think you could say like, I love you so much. I'm so excited to marry you. And like, I, I like the idea that again, if she likes that idea, I like the idea that you wanted to do it in our first house and have this first memory. I thought that was really sweet. However, however, <laughs> one note, yeah. right. I, I, I wait, right. And you could say, you could, you don't have to demand. You could say, I just, you, however, I just kind of wish that it felt like there was 
more planning and effort, especially, you know, I know you're using the family ring that, that, that so you didn't really necessarily have to mm-hmm. do much work over there. And I just thought maybe you would channel that effort and thought into the way the proposal was done or that it felt like more special. Right. And I, I totally agree with that. I would, I would not say you didn't know how I felt in that moment. Like mm-hmm. I, I would take, take away, out of it. take yeah. out, you're embarrassed to tell people, because this, these are the things people don't care about in a fight. And, and it actually angers them more. I can't even tell anyone, okay, you're embarrassed of me. Don't use that in your in your explanation. Yeah. Also, don't use, I was having a tough week. How would he, you know, right. he doesn't know. He yeah. obviously didn't know. Yeah. He wouldn't have done it if he had known it was a tough week for you. So those two things that you have repeated to us twice in this email we don't give a shit. Okay. So I'm letting her know it ain't going to help your cause. Also in the grand scheme of life, this will be what he gets made fun of at every party forever. Yes. So that's what you have. It's guaranteed. Marriages have happened. So I, I think what she needs to be like, assure herself with is like, this is the type of thing that goes from sobbing over the computer, typing mm. into the UF podcast <laughs> Three day, two days after your proposal, yeah. Right. Two, 10 years from now, it's you're a, at a right. dinner party. It's not that big of a deal. And you're like, can you believe And the whole dinner party is making fun of him for, for this story? I also think if she tells him, and again, I don't want to give him too much credit or 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 I, I don't know if he listens to the show. If I were him mm. and I heard that, I'd redo it. Well, that's the thing. In the sitcom of life. Yeah. The sitcom, this is the middle of the 22-minute episode. And then, the, he, and then, then he, he goes, comes back and he does a, a different right. version and the music gets soft and, you know, uh, Carl Winslow walks in and Urkel's there and yeah. we're all having fun. There's a whole Sex in the City episode about this. Did you watch the whole thing? I forget. No, we didn't. With Charlotte it. and Trey where she's like, she she suggests that he get like the certain dressing and he says, alrighty then. And she suggests that they get married and he goes, alrighty then. And she goes, oh, I have to tell my kids that he said, alrighty then right. when I said the thing. And then she like, t- I guess, I think she wounds up t- telling him and then he proposes to her in front of P- Tiffany's. Um, <laughs> Which she always wanted. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This will be, this is either his comeback story yeah. or it's the story you make fun I of mean, him forever. If about. someone said that to you, would you redo it? I would have to find a new way to redo it that would be a creative solution to my problem. So yeah. it wouldn't be the same thing. The same flowers. thing. Yeah. But it would it would it, to me if I were him, if I was to like fix this mistake, it would be a proposal that both made fun of me for the shitty proposal and makes it a the one she wants. Yes. But that's hard to do. I mean, listen, I don't know how creative this guy is. He, I'm he, an artist. I think he could just do the one she wants if he like thinks again, if I'm him, I'm thinking, what is she really like? What are her mm-hmm. favorite things? She clearly like maybe she's like, Oh, I wish I like was, you know, dressed was more dressed up. Right. I think people, maybe guys don't think about like you want if you're being proposed, do you want to like feel attractive and pretty and have your nails done and all this other shit? Right, like, right. No, the, I I yeah. didn't even the nails done thing, again, to show you kind of where our heads are at mm-hmm. as men, I didn't even know that was like a thing that like women want to be worn so they can have their nails done because of the pictures of the ring. Yeah. That's, that's like, I had no, like, just know this is how far away. Like if I were him, I'd buy her out of her half of the mortgage and kick her the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like you don't like it, you're out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm I, saying I, like he didn't. He didn't think. It's like the whole thing is like think. he didn't think of it. He didn't do any research. He didn't ask a friend. What do you? You know, what do you, I'm thinking of proposing? What do you think? Well, no, he told Whatever. one friend how great would it be if I walked her into our home and now we're engaged. And the friend was like, Yeah, yeah, sounds fucking cool. <laughs> and then they went back to talking about fantasy. Right, right. Like you gotta they, ask a friend. No, Who's, who has proposed to someone right. <laughs> that you know has the same a certain sensibility right. that she has. Ask her. That's what I'm saying. Effort. You didn't even need to get the ring. Effort. I, well, that's another thing she shouldn't bring up. <laughs> yeah, don't bring it. Do not bring don't up the bring family up. ring. Yeah. And you gave me this fucking costume jewelry <laughs> piece of shit from your great grandma. <laughs> Fuck you. You know, like I, don't, I wouldn't no, want to No, but it is the thing. Out. Like you didn't have to put no. any effort into the ring, which is like a thing right. that kind of shows you. Show me something to show up, you how much you care. Right. I, but I if agree. she brings up the family ring, then. Yeah, because she's already agreed to the family ring. Yeah. So leave that out of it. Right. But I do think there's a part of it that's in there. Oh, you don't like the ring? <laughs> Get out. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Red flag deal breaker. Uh, today's red flag deal breaker game is brought to you by Faux Pas. Let's go over Faux Pas. Sold out every single show that we did. Every single can. You guys drank them all up. To me, that's the best 
thing that I could possibly see because it means they're gone. Anyone could say they're great. They taste great. They look great. Whatever. I know that stuff. But like for me to know it, it's in it's in the actions. Four delicious flavors with a betcha's twist. <laughs> Beautiful, <laughs> vibrant packaging. So they look at, let me just say this. I don't have to read the lines anymore. It's a delicious drink. I chugged, I said seven last week. I got to seven. So did I. We, we all did got it. pretty drunk. We did everything we said we were going to do. We got pretty drunk. We we took shots. You guys drank some faux pas. Shot of Maddie. It was a yeah, it was a Wednesday night. We went, we went We went hard. hard. Yes. I took a shot with a big ice cube in it. That guy oh, never, yeah. <laughs> that guy never, never made a, made a chilled shot in his life. Yeah. <laughs> the bartender never made a shot. Yeah. He's joking. He's like, you want 10 shots? Me. Yeah. <laughs> you sure you don't just want, she, so you want me to pour the bottle into smaller cups? <laughs> the worst bartender in America. <laughs> and then you kind of sound like, and you're, and then when they're describing how, like what a shot actually is, I'm like, I don't know. Should I be doing this? No. Right. <laughs> like, this is a dumb thing to do. Yes. Wait, you want to drink the alcohol faster to get drunker? From the, the, why don't you just order the bottle? <laughs> why don't you just take a swig? Yeah, okay. Why don't you make the drink? Yeah. <laughs> Faux pas. That's who Red Flag Deal Breaker is sponsored by. And and listen, just go to Drizzly, Drizzly app. Go to your local uh, liquor store. Get Faux pas. It's delicious. You're going to love it. It's a party staple. Hi, Jared and Jordan. Huge fan of the pot. All you do. Jared, we saw you in Nyack next to the Chipotle. You were amazing. This makes me think you were performing literally outside of a Chipotle I on did. the street. I put my hat down. <laughs> <laughs> I started dancing. No, there's a there's a the Chipotle, Chipotle have live comedy. There's a Chipotle. <laughs> there's live comedy night. I would serve out extra guac. Guac's gonna be extra, just like me. That was <laughs> <laughs> for every laugh yeah. you get a scoop of uh, right. Guac. Scoop of guac. I, I have a red flag deal breaker on behalf of my friend. She had a guy come over after a third-ish date. Meanwhile, she's been dealing with bug infestation, specifically roaches. When she turned the lights on in her bedroom, a family of roaches scurried away frantically from her cat's food bowl, which resides near her bed. She says they both definitely noticed but did not address it. They dress <laughs> I just keep I in my mind I just hear the yeah, a little like scurrying, the, the scurrying with the with the cat the cat visual all the litter also makes it the cat bowl uh, doesn't help it. Yeah, they proceeded to have sex, but well, he was distant afterwards. Became bad <laughs> with texting, inconsistent date plans, etc. We were wondering if the bugs played a major role in him becoming distant. Would this be a red flag or deal breaker for you? Thanks in advance. We love you sincerely. Bed bugs. What do you think? Would it be a red flag or deal breaker for me if there was? If cockroaches scurried away as the lights went on I wouldn't love at it. the apartment and it of was the not person addressed. you're about to have sex with. And it's not addressed. Not addressed. That would be a bit an issue. If it was right. not addressed. If they were like, if they explained that it, I mean, the cat, I don't really like cats in the first place. I think the cat and the, and the roaches would right. be like all together where I would just be like, I don't feel like I vibe here. Cock, yeah. yeah. <laughs> This isn't for me. Right. Cockroach is like the buzzword for dirty and disgusting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then there's like the cat litter bowl. Right. It wasn't, bowl. if it was a worm, Yeah. you go, oh, a worm. Like it wouldn't, it, it, the cockroaches is connected. Right. Holds hands with gross, Agreed. disgusting pig. I think I would just be like, this isn't the life that I want. Right. <laughs> well, and, and it's like, is it is it the sex that it made him, is it the sex that made him distant or the bugs? It's a combination of the both. Well, no, I don't think it's about the sex. Well, probably, I've had sex with them, and I now it's clear. Well, <laughs> right but now I'm like, okay, 
cool person. I'm saying like when you, if people make decisions on who they date based on the whole pie and sex is part of that pie, they go, well, the sex was fun, but I think they're the type of person that lives with cockroaches and I'm not. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to try and pursue them anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I can understand that they go, again, we've talked about it here. Two disgustings. Two dis- right. Maybe he's a disgusting and he needs someone without a, a roach infestation. Right. That he can, a visible roach infestation. Right. So it's yeah. like, it, it's so to me, if I was in that position, it's it's like, it would be a deal breaker. It, it would steer me away from I'm in. It would tell me about the person. Right. You might be a little bit more reserved. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not. If you, if they were great otherwise, would you, would you still go out again? I'd still go out again. I don't know. I, this would be in my head of yeah. like, this is how they take care of their home. If I were her, I would have explained it that it was yeah. it's very, you know, it was very <laughs> recent. It's being taken care of. I'm very right. embarrassed. When you call it an infestation, that means it doesn't happen all the time. You don't just live like yeah. this. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You would need that mm-hmm. explanation. And then also just like the idea you would need them to feel a little shame about it. Right. I wasn't. I'm not sure how she handled it. If she was like, "No, I'll suck your dick. I swear, I, those this are never happens." Yeah. Oh, get out of here, guys. <laughs> Shoo! You yeah. guys always make it awkward. I would need someone embarrassed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's do a, a voicemail. Hey, J and J, longtime listener of the podcast. Uh, actually, ran into Jared outside of. San Francisco's most popular salad spot back in February. So it was great to see him there. So my question is, so I've been seeing this guy and things are going great. I've been going on great dates. I've met his friend. He's met mine. I've been going on for probably like a month now. Everything checks out except for um, da 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 that his <laughs> manners are terrible. Um, Ooh. I know he comes from a good family and, like, has a good job where he would have to go to, you know, various dinners for work, which makes it kind of confusing. Um, But, like, he – I noticed the other day when we were at dinner that he, like, licks his fingers after almost every bite and, like, rearranges food with his fingers. And, um, you know, it's one of those things that I noticed – and didn't really know how to react in the moment because I was kind of appalled. Um, <laughs> and so I know it had to wait to, to bring this up until we're quote unquote exclusive. Um, but my question is, I guess for you guys, red flag or deal breaker? And how do I bring this up if it's not a deal breaker, but I would be terrified to introduce him to my parents because uh, I grew up as the daughter of someone who's with parents that are sticklers for good table manners. Right. So um, would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks for everything and hope to see you guys at a live show soon. Thanks. Okay. It's so funny how quickly the line between, hey, their manners are like kind of off to like, I sound like a douche. Right. It's like very she, thin, thin very line. Very thin line. Yeah. Like, like, in my family, I was brought, unless you're brought up by the fucking Queen, Queen of France. King yeah. I don't want to hear, yeah. in my family, no, you're at regular, 
normal. I don't use my right. hands yeah, to eat. Yeah, I'm so above it. Right. Yeah. And he's at disgusting pig. We don't have <laughs> to. We don't have to yeah. elevate you to down him. Right. He sucks. You're normal. That's not how I was raised. Right. Um, <laughs> That's not how Jared eats at the salad joint. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, when she first said bad manners, mm. I thought she was going to say that he was rude okay. to people. Yeah. Or like rude to like the wait staff or rude to like, mm. I don't know. That was just my initial thought. You don't want to hear what my first thought was? What? Because I, 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 yeah. it is funny that you hear bad manners and your brain went somewhere. My brain went somewhere Where'd else. Go? Couldn't hold his fork. Okay. Held his fork wrong. Like with the wrong, Just like this. Just like <laughs> stabbing. Like stabbing with, with the, like, like he's a full a, fist on the fork. Like, it's Tarzan. Right. Yeah. And it is interesting that rudeness, I didn't even think of that, but that would, that's horrible too. Right. It got less horrible, right? Yeah. When I was, yeah, when I thought it was that he was rude, I was like deal breaker because mm-hmm. that would be like a personality flaw. Right. This, I'm kind of like, this just requires a little bit of training. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's easier to train a man than a woman, I think. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's less insulting to be like, right. for you to be like, Hey, you know, I'm having a great time. I think, what if someone's, I'm having a great time. You do this thing where you lick your fingers. It drives me nuts. Would you, I mean, you might have to be dating for a certain amount of time before you could say it. But I think most guys would be like, all right. I would, it's, it's like with grammar. Mm-hmm. When someone corrects my grammar that I don't know, it's like, they're not doing this to help me. They're right. doing this to let me know that they're better than me. Okay. That's how it comes off. Right. So when you've been dating me for a while, it's, it's hey, I want to make you better because us as a team, right. we look better. Yes. Right. So if someone said, yeah, you're using your hands, cut it out with the hands. It's for us to be better off. They're yeah. looking out for our future. Because so they're, inter- they're interested in you. Yes. Right. They're, when someone corrects your grammar off the internet, they who got exactly what you were saying, even without the correction... Then you go, you're just, this isn't about me. This isn't about me getting ready for the test and getting better off. This is about you. So I agree. It would, it, once we're dating and you care about me, this is done because you care about us. Right. So I would be okay with it. And you can work with it. This is fixable totally. to me. If you were, if you, if everything else is great, I can, I can figure out how to make it work. Right. And you guys get to have like a movie montage before you meet your parents. You can do like the clueless, going to be a super model. Yeah. You're teaching them. You know, it's like a princess bride, exactly. the bald guy's doing his hair. You know, you can have the whole experience. Or you can blame it on them. Just so you know, my parents are like really intense about like table manners. Right. So that thing you do where you lick all your fingers. <laughs> I have no issue with. Uh, not a problem for me. But next time he goes down and you'll be like, wash your hands. And you'd be like, what? And it's like, I see how you eat. <laughs> and then you could talk about it. Yeah. They say everything's invented by porn or war. Yeah. Every invention can lead back to porn or war. Okay. I believe that everything can be fixed via sex. I feel I feel that. And I, I mean, I think it's kind of no different than someone who wears something that you're embarrassed by. Right. You should be like, lose the, lose the, whatever it is, the hat. Yeah. He's going down on you. Take off that hat. I won't let you go. Yeah. Did you see that video of Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson where she's like telling him to take off his hat? No. I think there was, they were outside some gala or something. Or okay. She was like, take off your hat. Like he's wearing like two hats. <laughs> two? She's like... <laughs> Yeah. One hat or no hat. Yeah. She said it lovingly, though. I mean, I yeah, guess that, that, maybe that was why they broke up. But <laughs> also for Kim, hey, 
I want us to look good together. Right. I understand that. That that would be, I wouldn't take that person. Yeah, I'd rather let you know. Good communication is everything. Let's do one more. All right. Faux pas or nah. Love the pod. Have a red flag or deal breaker for you guys. I was going on a second date with a guy I met on Tinder. We drove separately to meet by the beach to grab burritos and watch the sunset. I got there first, so I was waiting at the burrito place when I saw him approaching from a distance barefoot. I was taken aback but didn't want to seem weirded out, so I just made a joke about it to him. He said he had been barefoot the whole day and figured since we were going to watch the sunset, he didn't need to put shoes on. (laughs) This was neither a red flag or deal breaker for me as I continued to see him for a couple months after that, but what do you think? If he shows up barefoot to a second date, red flag or deal breaker, thanks for all that you do. It's funny that like the... The, the details help this. Like yes. if she was like, he showed up to a second date on the beach barefoot, I'd be like, okay, that's, that seems kind of normal. Um, the fact that he said, I've been barefoot all day. I need to know what he was doing all day. It seems like he was at the beach. If he was at the beach yeah. all day, I get it. Yeah. To me, it's like he's at the, it's right. He turns up to a, a date barefoot at like a steakhouse. Right. That's <laughs> a big deal. If he shows up barefoot to a right. beach bar where like you don't really, it's like a he's a casual guy. Right. I guess it's one of those things. If you can wear no shoes to work, you're either really rich or really poor. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you knew what you were signing up for. Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal. No. You're at I don't the think beach. So you're at the beach. Okay? I just love how she fashions the ending. He shows up to the second date with no shoes on. It's like. That's not the story. Right. <laughs> right? That's you, not anyone the story can at tell all. any narrative they want. Yeah. But, tell the people in that Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to get a whole thread. Right. A thread is terrifying. Okay. Uh, that's it for today. Red Flag or Deal Breaker presented by Faux Pas Can Cocktails. They're 8% alcohol made with real vodka or real tequila. Gluten-free contains no artificial flavors or artificial friends because we aren't into overcomplicating things. Jordana, here's a fun fact I heard from a friend of mine who works at the company that you guys are partnered with. What did he say? He says you guys have a the one of the highest reorder rates That's what that, they've there, told us. that there is. He works at the company. He keeps an eye on things. He knows, you know, about the show and he he he's making he he likes to keep up on the news and he said it's a really good thing. Super high reorder rate for industry standards. Yes. So I'm really excited about it. And again, I think that's the best compliment because the 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 truth is in the numbers. Right. You know, it's not in your opinion, my opinion. It's in the numbers. And it's in the fact that, again, if they're sold out everywhere you go. And so if you get your hands on them, savor it. Right. You know, we're still working on getting them into more places. That's right. Anyway, we'll be back on Sunday. Thank you, guys. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.